0: That worked. Uh, okay. Today's learning is Zechariah Nishmas Leib Ashleima Gilab Ashleima Leib Ashafrayim Yitzchak Ben Chaim Alevi Yaakov and Shraga Levi Sarle Leib Ashmol Tsvi Elchan Mepes Advarias Ben Bishua Rav Ben Rabbaruch Nachum Moshe Alevi and Rav Moshe Ben and Ravu Shleima Yehudis Bas Miriam. So we're up to three lines from the bottom on Daf Samach Zayin Amid Beis. We're, we're going to go with one more story and then we're going to enter basically an entire Daf. Of uh, that's beyond Kabbalah. We'll do our best, and we'll talk about it when we get to it. All right, three lines from the bottom. So the last thing the Gemara said was that re- the Reish Galusa uh, invited Rav Sheshis to the meal, and Rav Sheshis didn't want to eat because he said that I'm chayshid your servants of cooking evim and achai, and he proved that when under duress they would just cut off an animal's leg. So the Gemara says Amalei sort of. So the Reish Galusa said to Rav Sheshis, "Ihachi, okay, if that's the reason." We'll cook in front of you. I Meaning if you're worried about even and we'll cook in front of you. So there's no concern. You'll watch all the ingredients. You'll you'll you know, you don't have to be worried. So he said, okay, fine. So Kamayu, they prepare the food in front of him. Aisu Now Roshesh was blind. So they brought in front of Rashesh's meat, but they left in it a small bone, hoping he would choke to death in it. So, Rav Sheshis already knew that these people were not good people, and he was cheshed for everything about them. So, Gashasheva v'shakle karecha So, he felt around the meat before he put it in his mouth, and he found the bone. And instead of removing it, he just took the entire piece of meat and put it in a handkerchief, because he wanted, potentially later, to show the Rish so that they tried to kill him. Okay. So, Lebozitach al After they ate... They, uh, they told him, to go to the next page, uh, they, wanted to, they wanted to search his handkerchief to find the meat that he hid, because they want to show that he wasn't really interested in eating, that he was just trying to mess with them, because he didn't even eat the meat, so they said uh, uh, someone stole a, a becher, so we have to search everybody, it was a made up thing, they wanted to search his belongings. So they found, um, they found the meat that was in his handkerchief. Um, so they said to the Reish galusa, He doesn't want to eat with us. He just wants to give us saris. There's no cautious problem. And then then you see he's still not eating. And he didn't want to start getting into the bone part. So he said, he made up this file. Reb said a, a story and... With like I guess not a miracle it happened. So he said, Amrlu, I know you may I did eat a little. But I tasted that the animal had saras. The animal was a diseased animal. It had Saras, I didn't want to eat anymore. So Amrilai, the servant said to him, Khivarlo, and we 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 didn't prepare any animals that had Saras. Like what are you talking about? So Amallu bidkubdukte. So she said, Look at the skin of the animal that you prepared. Look at the skin. If there's a black spot on a white-skinned animal, or vice versa, that's a sign of tzaraz. But they found, I guess miraculously, that there was a piece, a little bit of tzaraz on the animal, so he didn't have to start going into the bone thing. He just said, it's also more damning evidence for them. They're preparing the Rish Galusa using, uh, you know, animals have leprosy. Okay, the Gemara ends off the story. Kikanafik, as they're leaving... Karla Bira, they dug a pit, he's blind they dug a pit, and they covered up the pit with a with a reed mat, hoping he'll fall in it, so they dug a pit they threw a reed mat over the pit and they said, hey why don't you go lay down on the mat hoping that he'll fall in and die so again, he's blind, so he doesn't see this, so as he's about to lie down like, uh, <clears throat> like did like a uh, snore, made some sort of grunt from behind him, to sort of get him, hey, don't step there. So when he hears this, he realizes something's up. So, he saw a young kid, and he said, what pasuk are you learning? That was a concept of like a shtickle prophecy, that if you saw a kid, and you asked him, what pasuk are you learning? Whatever pasuk he said, was like a stickle prophecy. So what was the pasuk? Turn to your right or to your, to your left. Don't, don't walk straight, that was the Nevoah. So So said to his gabai, what's in front of me?" see of the There's a reed mat on the floor. He says, "Turn away, because uh, this is where we're going to get hurt." After left the Reish place, how you know that that was dangerous?" So First of all, you grunted. Oh, the Also the pasuk. Boy, the and this is also once they tried to kill me with a bone. I was it wasn't uh, it wasn't shocking to me they would try to kill me on the way out. Okay, it's the end of the story of the Reish Galusa. Now we're about to enter a very very long ma'isa with the demon king and Shleimah Now I'll just say this: there are some things that you could probably walk away from this gemara probably understanding, but uh, realistically this is the real shot. Uh, Mr. Hach was telling me that he was in um, in Tarvadas. He decided with his chavrisa to learn chilek, which is the last parakas on Hajim, which is filled with Kabbalistic concepts and stories that are out there. Rav Wolfson, uh, Shlita, walked past him and he said, what are you guys learning? So he said, chilek. He said, come into my office, let's talk. So Rav Wolfson said that the tanoyim were big mikubalim, And a lot of times they wanted to talk about Kabbalistic concepts, but they didn't, they didn't want to just outright it. So they would malvish it in gemaras that seemed very, very strange. And he said if you're not old enough and learned enough and mature enough to understand it, it could it could be a very it could be misconstrued or understood in an elemental way, which is not good. There's a Kabbalistic in and you should really save it for when you're older. And he said you shouldn't really learn it as a bacher Okay, fine. This Gemara is one of those. There's sometimes I got it to Gemara's that you could glean like, oh, I think this is what it means. This is this is a heavy duty Kabbalah Gemara's. We're gonna read it, you'll get the story. Because we're going that's what we're doing Dafyami, but more than that, I'm not going to start getting into. Oh, that's why King Ashmedai, uh, the king of demons, hid the Shamir behind the glass. Like, literally, I'm not actually making that. That's literally what we're about to talk about. So, okay. We'll do our best. The Gemara says like this The Pasuk describes in Shir Hashirim, the Pasuk in. No, I'm sorry, in Eicha. Asisli. Asis. Asi, okay, I'm sorry. Asisli Sharon Visharos Vishanugais Meneodam Shida Vishidois. The Pasuk says, I, Shema Melech... I made myself male and female instruments like musical instruments but Tanuga is a lot of uh, you know Tanuga is things that delight people Shida v'shida Shida and Shida so what are Shida and Shida so the Gemara says well Sharem is are minei Those there's a different type of instruments instruments that male people play female female people okay fine so those are instruments that uh, Shlom HaMelech had Tanuga is b'nei Adam he also had pleasures of men what is that Shlom Melech had pools and bathhouses. Shida v'shidois, what is that? Ha-chatakamidah v'shididim. It's male and female demons. But Sholem HaMelech had the power to sort of subjugate male and female demons under certain circumstances, as we'll see. B'mah Rav Amri Shididim, B'mah said, no, it means chariots. But we'll go with the first pshat that it's male and female demons. So what is this referring to? amrav Yechanan, shalish me'yish mine shidim hayu b'shichin. In the city of Shechem, there are 300 different types of demons. I don't know what they look like. I don't really know anything about them. I just know there are 300 different types. This is male and female demons. Now, we had before. What do you need a male and female demon for? the, the When Shlomo Melch was building the Besamikdash... Building the it was made out of stones that were quarried. Now, the problem was, I mean, technically, it's only Asadaraisa to to cut the Mizbeach with metal, but they understood that it's not the Ratzon Hashem to use metal to prepare the Besamigdash. So how do you, so how do they do it? So how do you have, if you can't use metal... And how do you prepare it? So, heichiyav, I'm the rabbanu heichiyavid. What are we supposed to do with the stones of the beis hamikdash if you can't use metal utensils? So, Amrle, ikas shamira, da'isi moishel abne'efah. There's the shamir. The shamir was this little like worm that magically was able to split any material. So, shalom amelch, you should use the shamir. So, abralu, echik ashkes, shalom said Where is the shamir? Amrle, they said, ice a kevshinu adadi efshadi ad Get a female and male demon. And uh, pressure them. I don't mean physically pressure, meaning I don't know, use us of Hashem, whatever. Interrogate them, they'll tell you. Okay. so he brings a male and female demon. Kneem he starts to interrogate them. Amri, they said, We don't know where it is. Dilma you should bring King Ashmedoy. Ashmedoy was the king of the demons, he might know. Okay? they said, where is Ashmedai he's in a certain mountain area what King Ashmedai does every day is he has a pit of water that he drinks out of he covers it with a stone and seals it with with a seal so that no one tampers with it he doesn't want anyone tampering with his water supply okay Every day he goes up to Shemayim and learns in Shemayim. And then comes down and learns down here. I mean, demons are still uh, still, slush, they're still spiritual beings. So he's learning. Then he comes and examines the seal. When he's thirsty, he looks at the seal, makes sure nobody tampered with his water supply. He uncovers the pit and drinks. Then seals it again. Okay. Sure. Let's go weiter. This is the simplest part. This is the most non-trilogy type story from the Gemara. The Mara. Huh? Brother, my brother, Yossi? My Oh, my grandma. She wrote a book about the Shamir. It's a kid's book. It's not really a Pirish. Oh, that's funny. She also wrote The Case of the Missing Baseball Cards. Um, <laughs> so the, so Shlomo decides to send Beneu Yada, who was the general. He was the general in Dovnimel's army. He's a big tzaddik also. And he said <laughs> So Shlomo wanted uh, Ash, uh, wanted Beneu to get Ashmedoy. And he gave him the following protection. He gave him a chain that had the name of Hashem ingrained on it, engraved on it. The chain is to bring him down in chains. In a ring that has the name of Hashem. You use this, you'll be able to control Hashem. Okay. A ball of wool and a skin of wine. That's what you're supposed to figure out. Now, I'll tell you outside what he's about to do, but he's basically going to do is, he's going to dig under the well to drain the water out, dig above the well, and pour wine in. Hashem is going to drink the wine, pass out, and you'll grab him. That was basically his his approach. The Gemara says, He dug a pit under, by the slope of the mountain, under, at an angle under King Ashmedai's water pit. And siphoned the water out of his pit without him knowing, without tampering his seal. So and plugged it with a ball of wool. He then dug another pit above the pit, and poured wine into it. Allowing the wine to descend into the pit, taminu. Then he filled both pits with earth so that it was no, um, there was no um, evidence. Salik bilana. He waited in a tree. This is the type of tary. If you learn like a piece of luchutimara, and he'll mamish explain this entire thing, like mamish and completely metaphorically in different ways. But let's just go with the gemara. So when Ashmedai came, He examined the seal, found it intact. Gai He opened it up and saw wine in it. Still, it wasn't tampered with. So he's like, okay, the problem is he doesn't want to drink wine. Umar, he said, if anyone drinks wine, uh, you know, it's not a chacham. It leads to drunkenness. I, I don't want to drink wine. So he refuses to drink. Not because it was tampered with but because he doesn't drink wine. Wine leaves to immorality. He doesn't want to drink wine. The problem is he got thirsty. Okay, nope. Ishti Ravavagarna. He drank and he became drunk and fell asleep. Na'achisasa Ben Yada came. Shadbeishu put the chain on Ashmedai, staimi and it around his neck and has the name of Hashem, which which would control him. And then Kiatar have a marpel. Now when Ashmedai woke up, he was thrashing around trying to free himself. The name of Hashem is upon you. <laughs> the name of Hashem is upon you, and that stopped him. Kina'akeleve as Ben-Ehu is bringing King Ashmedoy back in chains, Toma Dikla, they pass by a palm tree. be Shadaya, Ashmedoy just brushed against it and knocked it down. That's how powerful the Shedonim are. He just knocked the tree, just touched the tree, knocked it down. Mata Le'Bei they came across a house, he touched the house, knocked it down. Mata Gabi they came by a small hut of a widow. A widow, so she comes out, sees him knocking down buildings and trees on the way. Nafka, go to the next page. She goes out. She pleads to Ashmedoi, please don't touch my house because I don't want you to knock it down. Kapalukut so Ash-Modoy twisted his body to avoid touching the house. It and broke a bone. Doing this? And Oma he said, hain this is the meaning of the pasuk in Mishlei. A soft speech can break a bone because you know, she spoke nicely I was willing to, you know, even hurt myself to, to to acquiesce Okay. now these next three things happen, the Gemara itself references as being strange and the Gemara will address them in a moment I know, yeah, we're about to have I know, it's all quoting from Sholem Melch. yeah, it's about to and they're about to have a show now with Sholem it's very interesting so the Gemara says Ashmedai saw a blind man who was lost. And he guided him to the right spot. It's strange. Demons don't really do that type of chesed. We'll put that aside. Secondly, he saw a drunk person who was lost. He guided him back to his spot. Also strange. He saw a wedding taking place. And he started to cry. It's also strange. It's not a normal action. And they passed by a shoemaker. And he heard a person ask the shoemaker, make me a shoe that can last for seven years. I want a long-lasting shoe. He started to laugh. Also strange. And finally, he saw a sorcerer, you know, like a reading tarot cards, one of these uh, fortune tellers. He laughed. So there's about five or six things that are strange. The Gemara put that aside. We'll come back to it. This is even stranger. When they get to Eretz Yisrael, to get to Yerushalayim, Loi Eilis refused to meet him for three days. Why? He brought him in. So Yom the first day HaShmedoy, says to them, Gabe, how come I can't meet the King Shloim Ha? Amrleh, Ansei he overdrank. He drank too much, he's drunk. Okay, so again, this is Shloim HaMelech. Okay, fine. So, he took a, took a brick and put it on top of another brick. He took one brick and put it on top of another brick. That was his response. So what did that mean? He <laughs> told Shlomo what Ashmedai did. <laughs> Shlomo said, this is what he's telling you. <laughs> that if someone's drunk and you're hungover, drink a little more. That'll calm you. So you have a brick, put another brick on top of it. Shlomo didn't know what this means. Okay. <laughs> the next day, still not meeting Shlomo, says, "I'm You know, he's not he's not hungover anymore. Why can't I meet Shlaima Melach? am really He overate. Now he feels sick. He's got a stomachache. He over he's his stomach's bubbling So He took the brick off and put it on the ground. So what's the meaning behind that? I think we all understand this. If you overate, the solution is stop eating. Okay. After three days, Shlaima meets Ashmedoy. So Ashmedoy comes into his room. Ashmedoy took a reed, uh, a stick, a reed, that was four Amos long and threw it in front of Shalem. And he says, When you die, no matter how powerful you are, all you have is four Amos of your grave. You know you're going to die at some point. So you have your entire world you conquered. You need to conquer the demons also. What are you bringing me in chains for? And it's not enough. The whole cu- power is fleeting anyways. You need to also have power over demons. Well, what are you doing? So, he says, I don't need you for personal gain. I'm trying to build The base of Shamir, I need the Shamir. So, said, I don't know where the Shamir is. Not, not that I don't know. I was not given the Shamir. He's not in my control. It's been entrusted to the master of the sea. I'm assuming a demon in charge of the sea. Or the Malach in charge of the sea. It's not, not, my, not my domain. It's the, the sea demon domain. Okay. And the master of the sea only gives it to one wild uh, bird wild chicken or wild rooster, okay, to mehamen le'ashvuasa, and he made the wild rooster, made a shvua make an oath, that he'll return it, because the shamir in the wrong hands, it's it impenetrates any material, it's very dangerous, it could be used, it could be used like, you know, like a, a power, you know, to overcome governments, you just put it in like, it just breaks stuff, so it's entrusted to this wild bird, and if he doesn't return it, he's in trouble, and what does the wild bird do with it? If he goes to a mountain that has no vegetation, he puts the shamir on the side of the mountain, it splits the mountain. It throws seeds into the hole, and it starts growing vegetation from the mountain. So that's what the bird is. That's where the shamir is. It's on a mountaintop somewhere, filling cracking uh, Mountains with a wild bird. So, the Gemara says, This is why the word in the Torah describes to this bird is called a mountain a mountain breaker, because this bird uses the Shamir to break mountains. So they searched until they found a mountain, they found uh, um, the nest of a, a wild bird. Basically, they found where the, they look at the mountains, they found where it was happening, and they found the nest of that bird who had the Shamir. So, what do they do? They covered his nest with glass. So the bird is trying to get in, covered couldn't get in. So the bird brings the shamir. Then then you, then the trap. The trap is set. Okay. The Kumara says, they covered the nest with clear glass. So the bird can't get into the nest. So it brings the shamir, places it on the glass in order to crack the glass. While this is happening, servants scream, scaring the bird. They grab the shamir and take off. The end of the story is the bird realizing that it doesn't have the shamir and can't return it to the demon of the sea. killed itself. Because it, that's the end of that story. Now, uh, before we continue with this narrative, we want to go back to some things Ash did that were strange. And he asked Hashmodoi why he did the things that he did. Amr le'i B'neus. So B'neus says to Hashmodoi, How come when you saw that blind person lost, you guided him? It's not a very demon thing to do. Amr le'i The truth is demons have access to Shemaim. And he says, I saw in Shemaim they were announcing Tzadik who This person is a big Tzadik. And if you do this, a big mitzvah, you'll get Olam Haber. So I wanted to chaperai the mitzvah. I saw how chashav is in Shemayim the Okay, fine. That's the only kasha. So <laughs> I said, no, I, I. That's the one thing I think I understand. I mean, he really? wants a demon. Is is it's it, Listen, they, they have, they have, the, they have the shlichus that that is, you know, they're, they're dangerous. But they at least the one thing I think they understand is hiskarvist I mean, the Hashem. They they're, they're more spiritual than we are. Exactly. So I'm saying so. If anything, they would they would want to have. I mean, they would want. Of it, don't know. I don't know, reward. Reward, the, reward is his Skarvist They want his Skarvist just like a, any uh, any celestial being want. That's interesting. So the Gemara said so that's the first thing. So then, okay, go to the next part of the story. My time in is Ravi the Katoi How come when you saw someone that was drunk that was lost, you guided him as well? So I'm really, because he says, I also said that was a mitzvah. Because they announced in Shemaim he's a complete Russia. <laughs> and therefore, anyone who does him a chasin in this world is using up his chosim, so they want that. Right? In this world, you could either do a mitzvah by helping a tzadik gum, if you also help a rush, it's also a mitzvah because then you're using up all his chosim. So he said, I wanted to have more chosim also, so I helped that rushagum. The third part of the story is, My time ki is how come when you saw a wedding, you started to cry? Wedding shouldn't make you cry. So Amr he says, Because I saw the husband was going to die within 30 days. And the wife will have to wait to do Yibam for 13 years because the only living brother he has is an infant. So I was crying that this wedding, is only going to, the celebration is going to last 30, 30 days and she's going to be stuck in a, basically in a aguna for 13 years. So I started to cry over that. Okay. Weiter. How come when you heard the person asking for shoes that will last for seven years, he started to laugh? So he says, I saw that person's going to die within a week. He wants shoes for seven years. Don't worry, you're not going to need them. He was like, don't worry. You're not going to need those shoes. He thought that was funny. And the last one was, How come when you saw a sorcerer doing sorcery, you started laughing? Because he was looking for, you know, riches. He was apparently positioned, his store was positioned over gold. If he's such a sorcerer, he should be able to find it. it's like It's like the famous joke that if they're such a fortune teller, so why can't they pick the lottery? He thought that was funny, that the guy's like a big sorcerer looking for money. His mom is sitting on top of gold. He uses sorcery for that. That's what he thought was funny. Okay, now to end off this story of King Ashmedai, now it turns like, very strange. Now, this is, you know, this is interesting. So, at the end of the day, Shleim Amalek kept Ashmedoy around until he built the Beis Hamikdash for seven years. One day, Shleim Amalek was with Ashmedoy alone. Um, rele, he said to Ashmedoy, that Hashem is in charge of the lofty and towering ones. Meaning, that Hashem, like the praise of Hashem is that he's in control of the Malachim and the Shadim. That the praise of Hashem is that not only is He in charge of people, He's even in charge of angels and shadim. Meaning shadim are powerful. That's what the pasuk is saying, right? That Hashem is in charge of angels. I get that; it's very big. Shadim also. So Shlomo Mel said, "My <laughs> how are you so powerful? How are you so superior that being in charge of you is a praise more than being in charge of people? Like, what's so powerful about shadim?" So he says take the chain off me you'll see <laughs> he says he says give me a ring i'll show you take the chain off me give me a ring you'll see you'll see what i can do so this is a trap don't do that for anyone here that's the practical halacha of today if this ever if you ever find yourself in this situation do not g- give king Ashmadai your ring so he does this, he takes out the chain and gives him the ring. Bole, he swallows up Shleima Melech. Meaning, what happens is, he basically makes himself look like Shleima, but as a demon form of Shleima Melech, and he banishes from the kingdom. You can see this in like a trilogy type movie. He banishes from the kingdom, he banishes Shleima Melech from the kingdom. One of his wings touched heaven, one of his wings touched earth, meaning he's now back to his strength. ashmedai is back to himself. Paske Arba Mea Parasin, he cashed Sholem HaMelech 400 Parasin, meaning he kicked him out of Eretz Yisrael. So Sholem HaMelech is now kicked out of Eretz Yisrael, but King Hashem looks like Sholem HaMelech, so no one knows. That's That's clever. So it was regarding this episode that Shlomo said in what, what does it do? What is the purpose of laboring if you could lose it all like that? And more than that, the Pasuk says, this is all I had left. Right? Shlem HaMelech says, this was my portion. All I had left was my Vizeh. One says that all he had was his staff. His coat. So the, the Pasuk shot is that the staff symbolizes like nothing like all you have is your walking stick the cloak means like a little bit of covet he had he had his royal garb, but basically he had he was kicked out of the kingdom (laughs) he's going door to door begging for people to recognize him because he's claiming he's the king and maybe he didn't look maybe being cast out by a demon makes you look a little different i don't know maybe his hair grew whiter or whatever it is he looks but he's going around from door to door whoever came to him, he would say, I I am Kohalas. I was the king of Yishalein. As He keeps on saying the same line again. I I, I was. I am Kohalas. I was the king. I am Kohalas. I was the king. So they think he's crazy. right? The problem is, crazy people don't usually just repeat the same crazy. They mix it up a little bit. Usually if you're a little crazy, you, you won't just say the same thing over and over again. You'll be a little... Mix it up. So he says, Kemotik Abu Sanhedrin, when Shalomel comes to the Sanhedrin, Amr Rabban, the Rabban of the Sanhedrin said, Michti Shaita Bechad the Sarach. Usually a Shaita doesn't just say the same thing. I mean, I guess he was not, I I guess they felt that he was a little convincing, and he just keeps on saying he's the king, keeps on saying he's the king. They're like, "Uh, it's a little strange, this person showing up. And whatever question, I guess he answered coherently, but he kept on saying he's Anika Hela, so Yisimelch, Yisimelch, Anika Hela, so Yisimelch. So, Mayhai, what, what's going on? So, Amaleh bin so he said, let's ask B'neiyou who's a big, big tzaddik and big tamachacham. So, they ask him, Kaboyle Malkabe, has the king called you recently? Now, if Ashmedai is afraid of one person, it's B'neiyou bin because that was the person who captured him. So, when Ashmedai is doing this ruse of pretending to be Shlomo, the one person he is not going to interact with is B'neiyou. So, they ask B'neiyou, has King Shlomo called you recently? Amaleh Loi, no. So, that's a little fishy they call the queens the wives for relations Have they asked they said Kasi malka baya, has the king visited you recently so yeah yeah demons are very uh, big maneuvers they, of course he visits us all the time to have relations he looks like and Melch. the only way you could tell a demon different is from his feet they have chicken feet so they said <laughs> oh yeah the double shadow they don't have double shadow so they said they said to the women, what do his feet look like? When he shows up to have related, what does his feet look like? So he's wearing shoes. <laughs> he's wearing socks. I don't, I don't know. He's not, he's not stupid. He's not walking you don't walk around with chicken feet. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a, so he's wearing socks. So But they said though that is strange, he wants to have relations with us when we're in Nida. Which we thought was strange, because Melech is a very from Jew. We thought that was strange. And also Nam the Basheva. He keeps on talking inappropriately to his mother Basheva. So that's also strange. Melech's wife. Again, Ashmedai doesn't know. <laughs> Ashmedai doesn't know who the mother is, who's over, and who's he doesn't care about neither and not he's a demon. So he's acting a little demon a demon reversion of Shlomo. So the, Shlame, so the Sanhedrin starts believing Shlama. So they bring Shlema and they says, Havile, the they give him a ring and a chain that has the name of Hashem. when Shlemalach enters the room with Ashmedoi, Chaize Parak, Ashmedoi flew away. And even with that, even with this episode ending, um still Shlemelechimina. Shlamelach was terrified, Ashmedoy, This this shook him. And this is Hadid Khsif, this is what it means. The Pasad says, so the Pasan says that melach surrounded his bed with sixty with sixty men, all holding swords to protect from the shayun. And this is actually the passage that they use in Brachis to source that used say Malamita to protect from Shadim, because shlomo Malch was afraid. The reason why shlomo specifically was because of the interaction. He was worried about Madoi. By the way, just Agav, I was looking into Bnei Bnei Yada, the the Benish Chayes Pirish, and I got it to try to get something. I got I, 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 nothing. But he does end at the end of his Pirish. He says that in Baghdad, the minig was that the sixth night after a woman gave birth, they would appoint Shaimim in her room. That was apparently the most dangerous from demons. They were ner- nervous. This in Baghdad in his time. And they would put in, when she would sleep, they would put in a sword that at the base of the sword turned into chicken feet. And they put it down, he says, because the chicken feet is a reference to the demons, but the sword is Kula uh, That was their way of saying, we have Shlom HaMelech on our side, don't, don't mess with her, as, as he says, that was the in Baghdad in is the 18, 1890s, whatever, 1880s. Um, now the Gemara just ends off this story, Robin Shmuel, melech that this is a very famous gemara that they have a shayla. I think it was a megillah, because uh, it talked about who r- ruled the whole world. Achashverosh is in the list, and the gemara says, "Why isn't Shlaima So it's machlokes whether Shlaima Melech definitely lost his reign at some point, as we just saw in the story. He was kicked out for 400 parsa. He became, uh, you know, he it took him a while to try to get kingdom. So some say Melech Hadith. He was a Melech and then he was a Hadith. He never regained full control. And some say melech v'hedit v'melech, and some say no, he was a melech and a hedit, and he regained full control. Um, the, 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 so the marsha in in Megillah says, what does it mean that he didn't gain full control? Why would anyone, why wouldn't he gain full control after the story? It means he never gained control over the demons. Meaning his ability to control demons that was the, that was it. Or some say melech v'hedit v'melech. No, he he went back to controlling hashbodedut. He definitely was the king. Physically of the physical world, the question is, was he back to power over Ashmedoi and other demons and machalikas? Just to end off this Gemara back to the medicine. I haven't forgotten. We're in the middle of medicines. Um, the Gemara says, the Ladamaderisha, if you have blood of the head, headache induced by high blood pressure. Okay, if you have a headache with blood high blood pressure, lisa Shirbina Ubina, the Asidra, bring boxwood, willow, fresh myrtle. V'zeisa v'chilfa v'chilfi diyama v'yivla olive poplar cloves and yivla. I'm using artsy. The lishkalinu b'hadi adadi and you boil them all together. Vilintol tlas me akasi a Pour this three hundred cups of this mixture on the side of the head. U'tlas me akasi a high gisa and three hundred cups on the other side of the head. Except, but okay, it's a different. It's a, Excedrin is just like a small pill version of this. Vilay and if you can't do this, it's I guess it's it's difficult. It's impractical. Then verde de Koi bechadra. Bring a white rose whose leaves all stand in one row. All the leaves are on one side of the stem, so it's like a one-sided rose. boil it. Lintel pour 60 cups of the liquid on the side of the head, and 60 cups on the other side of the head, you'll feel a lot better. With for a migraine headache, that's cool. I didn't know that. Did you know that? that by the way, I'm thinking of Rebelski. Uh, usually, a lot of these gemaras, because can I can't be honest with you, anyone who's preparing these gemaras, they're using them. no one knows what the stuff is, but I, I think Rebelski was the one historically that would. Usually, the astronomy Gemara's, and I think the medicine also ones, they would, Rebelski was the one who, who wrote it, who translated it. They said the word migraine comes from the Latin hemicranium, meaning half of the head. So, pain of the half of the head is a migraine. That's good to know. Okay. For a migraine headache, Lysi bring a wild uh, chicken. Slaughter it with a sharpened Zuz coin of pure silver. Ahu Gisa the side of the head, the, the, the part of the head that hurts, put it, I guess the blood trickle, put, put the chicken on, on your head, so the blood trickles on your head, but make sure it doesn't go in your eyes, because it could blind you. Then hang the chicken on the doorpost, so when he enters, you brush against it, and when you exit, you brush against it, and that'll make you feel a lot better. will stop here. Pick it up tomorrow. Thank you, Thank you, buddy. <laughs>